Hey, this is Sean, and welcome back for another episode of Me and the Crew, where we're putting the focus today on Men's Health Month. In this special episode, I sit down with Tyshawn Bryant. If the name sounds familiar, it's because I've had Ty on the show before, discussing his company, Green Regimen, and the strides it's making in helping individuals achieve optimal health. Together, we answer some of the most pressing men's health questions submitted by my listeners. We cover a wide range of topics and provide expert advice and insights on how we as men can optimize our health and well-being. We talk myths and facts to help men stay ahead of the curve by ignoring some of the bad information that is out there. Ty and I also share some personal stories and experiences on our own health and offer practical tips and strategies for anyone looking to take control of their health and well-being. So whether you're a man looking to improve your health or someone who cares about the men in your life, this is the episode you do not want to miss. Please welcome today's guest, Tyshawn Bryant. And we're on. <laughs> What's going on with you, man? <laughs> Everything is incredible, my man. How about you? Uh, no complaints, bro. No, nobody's died. Nothing's got blown up, so we're good. You know what, man? When you put it like that, we are we are awesome, aren't we? You know, you know, <laughs> yeah, you gotta appreciate the small things, bro. No question at all, man. Oh, I, I, cool. I, I know you still, I know you quick on time, man. But it's gonna be the same uh, same format as before, bro. Just like equivalent of a phone call. Um, we're gonna discuss some things, and without it sounding robotic, um, because these these questions come from just people, random people, and uh, some some I know personally, some I know through some people, um, some are even uh, family members. So I just thought we'd throw that out. And this is for uh, Men's Health Month, which is happening in June. Women's Health Month is happening next month. Like this is National Poetry Month. Next month is Women's Health Month and a few other things. But this one, this one won't premiere until June. Yours, the one that we did previously, will be airing May 10th. And we're doing that one for Women's Health Month because we oh, talked about you. your we talked about your mom and that kind of thing. So I thought it'd be cool to kind of premiere that for them if that's all right. I like how you did that. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense, man. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, working yeah. on it, man. Working on it, man. See when you when you ready, you let me know. We're good. We're good, man. And I love how you said uh, we'll, we'll make it not robotic too, because I think that's a that's an issue that a lot of <laughs> right. a lot of these podcasts have. So it's real quick, but I, I was I, I did one uh, recently with somebody, and you could tell the guy was just reading off his phone. You could hear him like flipping pages or something, and I was just like, oh. <laughs> as in between the questions, you go, mm, mm, mm. <laughs> And then you know get flipping, and then you go. I was like, okay, yeah, no, just no flow. So we'll, right, e- right, either right. way, yeah, either way, we'll be fine, man. Because the point is to you know educate and inform, and you know they're they're two those those are two totally different things. We can give them the information, but if they can't retain it, you know, and regurgitate it and use it, they ain't doing them no good. So we'll try and make it simplistic for them. And, and some of the stuff is common sense, bro. You know this, so. But, it's funny because as I was reading them, I was thinking the same thing. But you know, and it's it's cool to like let them know, hey, you've heard this before. However, you know, yeah, this is all twist, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. I mean, but but um, truthfully, man, it's like you know, it, it's a lot of people are in debt, and this is not a generic thing, but a lot of people are in desperation mode. So, and a lot of them want quick, fast, easy, and now, um, and that's that's just not that that's not conducive to any kind of lifestyle. So anyway, here we go. You ready? Yeah. All set. 
All right, let's go. All right, you guys, we are on. Uh, this is me and the crew. Um, I'm your host, Sean Leverett, and we are on with Green Regiment's founder and president, uh, Tyshawn Green. Ty, say hello to the people, please. What's going on, people? Glad you're here. There you go. And we are doing this for Men's Health Month. Um, you know, we don't we were not acknowledged a whole lot. Father's Day lasts like three hours on that day, actually. So we're doing this for men's. We're doing this for men's health month. So um, hoping to inform and educate some people today. So we're going to go over a list of questions in which I reached out to some people, asked them. Um, I inquired, what are their main health concerns? And these are all men from the ages of let's say twenty-one to 80 um, and just asking them general health questions. What are their concerns um, and what, how, how can we help? So these are things that we're going over today. So I thought about my man, Ty, because Ty is in the fitness business. Um, he runs Green Regiment. In fact, Ty, tell, tell them about Green Regiment, man. Let's plug that. So, you know, and I appreciate that. So Green Regiment is a plant-based health and fitness company and it's a company. So what we do is we create organic plant-based meal replacement shakes and also post-workout shakes. And we know how us guys love our post-workout shakes. So yeah, it's and it's all about plant-based nutrition for uh, my company. So that's really what I specialize in. But just keep in mind, I was the biggest meat eater that you've ever known or that you didn't know until today. Right. However, I made the transition because I realized that I needed to really improve my health and I found a way to do it. So I'm just here to just share some information with you. Right, right. There you go, man. All right. So let, let's get started. And with that in mind, bro, I'm going to give you that first one. Uh, talk about a way that men can incorporate more fruits and vegetables into their diet for better health outcomes. Okay. Awesome. So <laughs> this is uh, this is really how I got started with the whole eating healthy thing. I decided what I wanted to do was I needed to receive a lot. And when I say a lot, meaning I needed to really up my greens intake and I needed to um, really improve, like really increase my fruits intake. And what I felt was throughout the day, I just wasn't eating enough fruits and I for sure wasn't eating enough salads. So I really like this, this method. And I'm going to really suggest it to you make smoothies. Now we all have a blender and that's something that's like a staple in most households. But usually it collects dust. We're not really using it. So it's summertime. Well, it's almost summertime. Uh, by the time you're hearing this, it's almost summertime. June 21st starts the summer. But I like the idea of making fresh smoothies. Now, fruit smoothies, you can you can add some greens to them. But I mean, really simple. Uh, take some water, um, take your know, mango, apples, watermelon, throw those in the blender. Because what that's going to do is, see, you're not going to be able to eat that amount of fruits and also throw some vegetables. You're not going to be able to eat that amount in one day and for sure not in one sitting. And what that's going to do is that's going to help you along the day with your fiber intake. That's going to keep you satiated and that's going to give you a lot of micronutrients. Um, what I want to do for you is I want to give you some ideas that other people probably haven't given you because you've heard of the traditional, oh, just eat more salads or eat more greens. Well, yeah, that's true. But really, how do you make it more conducive for your lifestyle? So I'm going to suggest making fruits, fruit and vegetable smoothies. Shoot, man. Yeah, I, I like that, bro. And the thing is, we're, we're always preaching lifestyle. And if you guys don't know, um, you well, most of you do know me anyway. Um, I, it's all about lifestyle. I don't do diets per se unless they're geared towards something specific or you are recommended by a doctor and a dietitian. Um, 
for health reasons. But other than that, you want to create a lifestyle, something that you can maintain throughout um, your lifetime. And so and Ty's my man. So I thought I'd have him on here because I know he feels the same way about that. And giving the opportunity to plug what he's doing because I 100% believe in it. Let's talk about protein, man. And that's one of the questions I have from a couple of bodybuilding kids. The importance of protein in a man's diet for muscular growth. Okay, so when it comes to specifically muscular growth, so let's just uh, dial it back for a second. So we've all heard of amino acids. So amino acids are the building blocks of protein. And protein is like the most abundant macronutrient in our body. So what that means is protein makes up our skin, our nails, our muscles. So it's extremely important. Now, when it comes to muscular growth, the building blocks of our muscles is protein. So the reason why we need an adequate amount of protein is because if we're looking to build muscle, if that's the most abundant macronutrient, that means we need more protein um, in our diets for the most part. So, and when you think about muscle growth, you also have to think about muscle recovery, because if you're not able to recover from your workouts, then your muscles will not grow. And that's just kind of how it works. You've heard it before. That's how it is. So it's extremely important to get an adequate amount of protein within your diet to not only build muscle, but also to really accentuate the recovery of your muscles so you can continue to build muscle. Yeah. And and to piggyback on that, and just in case you guys do not know, you guys, the muscles benefit from the exhaustion, from the exertion, from the overworking, and they have no choice but to grow and get stronger if you overload them. But the things that you want to see happen within your body cosmetically and internally All those things happening when your body is at rest and recovery, rest and recovery. You can't just train every single day, three, four, five, six, seven, eight hours a day, and you risk injury, uh, you risk other things. And that's where that term overtraining comes from. So just to piggyback on that. Hydration, man. How important is that in, in, in your diet, in your dietary plans? So hydration is huge. And this is really an interesting thinking about releasing a product maybe sometime later this year or next year because what i'm noticing is when people hear or when people hear the word hydration they start automatically just start assuming they just need to drink water so what happens is they start drinking a lot of water and what they're doing is they start flushing out the amino i'm sorry they start flushing out the electrolytes right in their bodies electrolytes like sodium potassium calcium they're drinking a lot of water flushing those out so Really, the best way to really uh, hydrate the body would be to start looking at electrolyte drinks. Now, there's a lot of drinks on the market. and A lot of them have added sugar. What I mean is actual clean electrolyte drinks where they just focus on sodium, potassium. And what you can do is you can actually have these electrolytes like within your workout. So you can mix them up in your little, you know, bottle of water. Or if you have a big jug of water, like I, I take a big jug of water when I go to the gym. You know, you add some potassium to it, some 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 calcium, some, you know, and this is really easy. A lot. There's a few different companies that have like really simple electrolyte powders, but you just add those to your drinks. What that's going to do is that's going to actually help you retain some of that sodium and some of those electrolytes so you can have the energy sustenance to continue working out because truth of the matter is you get to the gym no matter you know if you work out in the morning you might be exhausted you end up not being able to even get through your workout because you're just so exhausted because you are depleted of electrolytes so my recommendation will be to start looking at different electrolyte powders that you can drink 
throughout the day as well, but also specifically throughout your workout. There you go. And, and touching on that energy thing, man, importance of carbohydrates. And without breaking it down, because I always do simple versus complex, the role of carbohydrates in your energy um, and maintain your energy throughout the day. How important is that? Yeah. So so carbohydrates are like our energy source. So when you think of carbs, think of energy. Um, unfortunately, when we hear carbs, we're always hearing about how we need to restrict our carbs because that's going to cause right. weight gain. But right. Truth of the matter. Well, so, of course, there's truth to that. Right. But, you know, there's also it could also be crazy if you re like really restrict your carbs, but then you have too much protein because that could turn into fat as well if you're not yeah. actually uh, adequately using it. So right. when it comes to carbohydrates, I want you to look at carbohydrates as your fuel. That's what's going to get you through workouts. That's what's going to get you through your day. And what also realizes carbohydrates actually they actually feed the brain. So when it comes to focus. Right. If you're depleted and if you look at, you know, since we're talking about muscle, you look at bodybuilders. I want you to look at them when they're on stage. I mean, they're they barely have it together because they are so depleted right. of carbs that they can barely focus. So that kind of gives you an indication of, yes, carbs are very important. And it, it's somewhat of a science to really come down to where like the perfect amount of carbohydrates for you. But you don't have to overcomplicate it at this point. Um, yeah. Just know that you definitely need carbs in your diet. Yeah, true, true. Uh, question, man. I, I I got this from a close friend of mine. How can he manage portion sizes versus overeating? All right. So here's a few. Um, this this is because I, I actually really get this question often. And what I like to do is I like to meet people where they are. Right. So instead of just telling you, okay, well, you know, look at your meat and you know, uh, make sure the meat is like a, a size of your fist. No, I'm going to take it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually make it a little bit more more simple. So when it comes to overeating, because that's really the issue, like we overeat, I would suggest people start snacking a little bit more often. You know, you can snack on almonds, you know, mm -hmm. there, there's, you know, cashews. Because what happens is, you know, we all get busy throughout our week, right? And what happens is we end up overeating because we're skipping meals. So by the time we finally get to that meal, we're finally ready to eat. We eat, right? Before we even drink a glass of water, we start eating. And then all of a sudden we're like, you know what? I'm still hungry. You're really, <laughs> you're really not. But what happens is because you've taken so long to eat, your body's just craving it. So I would say look, look at not skipping as, as many meals as we as we usually do. A couple times a week, I get it. We're busy. But you're you're given the information now. So you have to start thinking ahead of time. I'm gonna have a busy day. Maybe I need to take a shake with me before I leave the house because at least the shake will hold me over until my next meal. So start planning because if you don't plan, you're going to end up being in a situation that you don't want to be in, such as overeating because you hadn't eaten six hours prior. Right. And, and just to educate, just to educate real quick. We are the only animals that eat for taste. We're... <laughs> <laughs> We are the only one. So, you know, it, you it, it, tell it, me that those lions and tigers aren't out there sautéing. Man, they're... come on now. <laughs> <laughs> We're the only animals that eat for taste. So mm. with that, you know, it that we, we live a we, we live a life of indulgence. We do. And everybody does. Everybody does. You know, we have access to any and everything that we want. 
um, whether we can afford it or not. But um, as far as salty, as far as sweet, as far as fatty, as far as those things which stimulate, you know, taste sensations in the mouth and the smells and the senses and that in the brain, those are the things in which we want. We don't necessarily need them, but those are the things in which we want. So we will hear our stomach growling and, oh, my God, I must be hungry. Man, that's just air passing through, bro. If you if you've been eating all day, caloric, you know your, your caloric intake has been good. That's just air passing through, and just another or another part of information, your stomach is like a balloon. So with that, it will stretch as far as you want it to to make room for that because there's it, it won't pop. So with that, you know, we all start kind of at the same at the same stage in life. So you'll see some people, oh, man, his stomach must be huge. But his stomach is huge because he's made it that way as far as his internal organs and that kind of thing. So just so you know, you know, nobody comes here with bigger stomachs than you. Nobody comes here with two stomachs. We're not cows. That's not the way that's not the way that works. So just be mindful, man, of, of what you're doing, um, why you're doing what you're trying to do. And also, um, if, if you are eating just for a taste and you want not just the caloric intake, but if you want to maintain, not just grow, not lose, but to maintain what you're doing, write down what you eat. You want to see where you're hitting and missing spots, and it works 100% of the time. Write down what you eat, because that part is not going to lie. And I'm not talking about putting it in an app. I'm talking about writing it down. Cognitive there's something about the way the body retains information if you start writing it down. Because if you're putting it in an app, you start AP, it start it completes the word Apple for you and you move forward. You don't have time to process it. So you don't need to do poor, you don't necessarily need to do portion control. I mean, that's cool if you want to, but you don't necessarily need to do portion control. But on the flip side of that, man, and I'm rambling a little bit, you know when, when, when you're off. You know when you're off. You know that. You, you, you can tell by the way you're sleeping. You, you can tell your, your emotional habits, the, the way your clothes are fitting, those kind of things. Pay attention to your body fat and not the weight scale. Um, and I know that's hard because most people don't know how to check their body fat. But uh, and that, that's, man, that, let, 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 let's talk about that, bro. The, the, important, um, the importance of uh, BMI, and you hear about that. Um, body metrics index on um, the ports of BM, BMI versus being overweight versus being over. You touch on that. You know, when it comes to BMI, I, I, I think this is a subject where you need to see a trainer so they can actually mm -hmm. use the caliper for your BMI. Mm -hmm. Because right. when we speak about the ratio of, of body fat to, to, to lean muscle, you know, and this conversation, you know, is just, is just for men at this point. Right. You know, I don't want men to think because it, it is it's a fact like we traditionally have more lean muscle than women. Absolutely. Right. However, that added fat, that that fat that we carry on, all that's doing, especially as we get older, is that is really degradating our joints. And of course, if you look at, you know, I'm not really well, I, I do read studies, but for the most part, there's a there's a there's a link. And in every study that you'll see, you'll see a common link between high BMI and mm -hmm. also chronic diseases. Yeah. It's, it's, it's just a fact, right? It's a fact. So if we know that if we don't control our weight and control our body fat, 
then we're ultimately going to end up with a chronic disease. We already know this. So we need to do whatever it takes to reduce that. Because as we get older, it is not going to get any easier. That is a fact. Right. And just another, uh, <laughs> another, another note. Somebody fat is absolutely necessary. Okay. Energy. It's an energy reserve for insulation and warmth and those kind of things. Um, but the overindulgence of that thing, like, like my man Ty just said, the excess weight on the joints and that kind of thing. And we're finding that through studies anyway, most diseases are carried in those things as opposed to lean muscle. And I, I think as we go along, well, we're going to discover that what we, we could have prevented some things had we changed our dietary habits, especially here in America especially oh. here in America, the, the portion sizes and the portion control things that we have here at, at, you can go to, anytime you can go to a place where the food is really bad and still have that meal supersized, that, that should tell you something. Okay. So <laughs> Only I'm, I'm sorry, go ahead, bro. I'm, I'm just rambling a little bit. <laughs> no, no, no. I, no. I was just going to say that that's America, right? So that's, yeah. that's what we deal with. Uh, yeah. for the most, and we've had this information for years, but of right. course, you know, we, we choose to to listen to what we want to listen to, right? Until it's you know, uh, until the doctor says something. And then yeah. All of a sudden, otherwise, right. have a otherwise, otherwise. And and if you travel, you will find that we are the oh, we we have the most obese kids in in the world, and that that that's not the way that should be. Um, we have the most unhealthy people in the world. If you go to Europe, the majority not the majority, but a large portion of that country smoke cigarettes, drink alcohol. Yet their cancer rate, their cirrhosis of the liver rate, and those those chronic ailments are really, really low compared to America. Reason being, what uh, the chemicals and that kind of things that they're allowed to put into their foods are not the same like here. Okay. Um, example, you could have zero, I think the FDA, and I know it used to be 0.5 grams of fat in something and still label it as fat free. If right. it was just seriously, you know, come on now. So, so, so who, who are you going to believe when it comes to them telling you this is good for you? But yeah, man, just I, I could talk about that kind of thing all day. Let, let, let's talk about the roles of like I, I just talked about alcohol and that kind of thing. Let, let's talk about the role of alcohol. Well, the, the impact of alcohol on men's health and ways to reduce or eliminate alcohol consumption, if possible. So, this is uh, another topic that you really want to meet people where, where they are. Because when it comes to alcohol, for me to sit here and say, you need to stop drinking alcohol because you know that it ruins the liver and cognitive ability and function, that's not going to help you. So when it actually comes to alcohol, what you really want to do is you your restriction of alcohol should should really be, it should really come from the standpoint of, okay, how often am I drinking? You know, this is like individually based, right? So now if you're a person who drinks on the weekends, right? But you, you know, are able to function during the week. Okay, that that's great. But what happens is if you're drinking too much on the weekends, what that's going to do is, and this is what alcohol does. Alcohol is going to cause you to obviously make certain decisions, especially when it comes to eating. So perhaps, you know, you're drinking, you drink a little bit too much. All of a sudden you get hungry. So all of those great choices that you made Monday through Friday, are not going to happen during the week because now you're a little bit, you know, you're altered, you're feeling good, you're out, you're drinking. So when it comes to drinking, you know, this is what I recommend for people. If you want to, 
if you want to continue drinking, but what you're thinking is, you know, you want to reduce the amount of calories in your drinking, well, then you should look at lighter spirits such as maybe vodka and soda as opposed to all of the sugars. A lot of mixed drinks. Now, now we're talking about, you know, the sugar and now we're talking about glucose levels and we're talking about other issues besides the alcohol itself, right? Um, also, when when it when it does come to alcohol, let let's look at it like this. You know, some people are just never going to stop drinking, and I get. It. But if you have a specific goal in mind, maybe you are looking to get in shape for a wedding, or you know, you're going on vacation, and you're going to be drinking while you're on vacation as it is. Then what I tell people is like, listen, you know what? For a little while, like let's really dial back the drinking because you know that you're going to. You have a certain goal in mind, and right. you know when you get to this trip or when you get to the wedding, you're going to be drinking anyway. Right. right. And then, you know, what I'm saying so I, I think it's really important to, to be realistic with people about it because they all know that it affects the liver. Sometimes they don't really care about it until mm-hmm. they, they advance in age or the grandfather has, you know, sclerosis of the liver. So I, I really think it's important. You know, you you find out how much someone's drinking. You know, you ask them, well, what are your goals here? Are you looking to really reduce your drinking or are you looking to reduce the calories? And then you kind of you know, you make alterations to the actual types of drinks that they're drinking, you know, maybe less mixed drinks, you know, maybe just more straight, straight drinks. And then again, if you're looking to, you know, if you have a goal in mind, wedding, you know, a vacation, then like, let's actually really try to eliminate it as much as possible until you get to your goal. And then at that point, you're on vacation, you do what you want to do and then get back to business when you come back. Right. And I'm, I'm going to bring this up because I was asked this more than once. And any question I'm asked more than once, obviously, there's a there's a need to answer it just to let you know. And I don't think I need to have Ty chime in on this one. Alcohol has no nutritional value. <laughs> <laughs> it's zero. Man, I, bruh, Zero. Man, bruh, I, I, I could, I, if, if I showed you the list of some of the questions, and there are no, there are no bad questions. It's just. Uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was a question. I get that, it. That, 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 I, right. That's I what I'm saying. It, it was asked that. more than once. <laughs> if it's asked more than once, it obviously needs to be touched on. So, but yeah, alcohol has no nutritional value. That is one of those sweet indulgent kind of things in which, okay, it makes me feel good. It relaxes me, whatever it does for you. But as with anything, if you overindulge in it, it is not good for you. So with that being. <laughs> That's that funny, guys. Right? You know, it's, it's funny because, you know, you would think some people, but you know what? Hey, if someone didn't know, it's a great question to ask Bruh. because now they know. Bruh, I, I, and, uh, you know, just just real quick, I used to ask uh, trick questions all the time. And one that used to get people mostly, I'd be like, OK, well, name a food that burns fat. And people would come back with celery, coffee. OK, well, coffee burns fat because it has caffeine in it and the caffeine gives me more energy and I, I burn fat. Doing, but it's not a food that burns fat. There are no foods that burn fat. That's but see, the YouTube the videos or I should say the right. YouTube videos, the YouTube ads, like they right. tell them that there's oh, these, you know, secret uh, Amazonian <laughs> ingredients that that'll help them burn fat. It's just it's, it's it, that's that, that's just that's just not we we are in a multi multi billion dollar industry for those specific reasons and people will prey upon people who are not just needy but who I, I need this who are desperate and if I can try and get you to buy into what I'm selling because I'm telling you it's going to help you right now 
You don't have to put in a lot of work. You don't have to do a lot, but I'm going to get you the results that you want right now. And for only $39.95. <laughs> Come on, man. Wow. Oh, bro. I, I can't tell you how that kills me. It kills me when, when I see the commercials. Now, just real, real quick, and I'm, I'm going to try and be short with this. If there was ever anything created, pill, powder, potion, whatever, that, that is, that is going to burn fat and give you ripped lean muscles, you should buy it. But just so you know, it's not going to be available to you. Number one, the government is going to step in and regulate it because they're going to need to make money on it, hmm. which means you would have to get a prescription for it from whichever entities they decide, however they want to work that doctors, dietitians, physical therapists, everyone's going to want to get a cut. And the average person, most people will not be able to qualify for that prescription if it were ever to be created, which it will not. So just so you know, what works, man, is work. Real work, real Ooh. results. Okay. Ooh. That is what works. There's no way around that. Okay. Being overweight is hard. Okay. Being in shape is hard. You got to pick your hearts. Mm. Okay. You have to pick your hearts. Living a life of of just not being able to spend time with your grandchildren, not being able to get up and go to the bathroom by yourself, not being able to sleep through the night because of sleep apnea and some of the other things in which are part of you being excessively overweight and those kind of things, man. Those issues, while you may not necessarily be able to completely, completely control those issues, you can definitely help them if you're doing the right things consistently. And if you're not doing them consistently, the, re the rewards and the, re the results will be just that, inconsistent. And that's why diets don't work. Those bounce back things don't work. Um, what month is this? I can't tell. I ask people who started a New Year's resolution this year to get in shape, to go to the gym, to eat better. Ask them where they are in that stage right now. The majority of them, Ty, you know this. Come on, man. I mean, after the first two weeks, it's man, pretty it, much uh, a wrap it, on New Year's resolutions. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. You have the best intentions of doing it. I applaud you. You know, but what's your plan? Well, what's your plan? Well, the plan is to go to the gym five days a week. Okay. Well, you work 40 hours a week. You have a wife. You have two children. Um, you play in a, in a fantasy football league. You play, you have, you're in a bowling league. All these other things. And these, these are parts of which, you know, are part of your life. You're, there's no way you're going to be able to, like, put in five, six days a week, two, three hours a day. Or have, you know, you have the intention to do it and the motivation is there. You may have someone supporting you to get there. But the real thing is you trying to maintain that, it's, the possibilities that are really, really low. So much like Ty mentioned earlier, you have to meet people where they are. You have to start where you are. You can't start where you're trying to go. You can't start where you used to be. You have to start where you are. And there's nothing wrong with looking at uh, YouTube videos or, 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 or these ads where people are jumping around and they're already in great shape. They're already in great shape. <laughs> You try, come on, man. You they're just hired to too. Hit. I mean, that's another thing. These people are are they're already in shape, but they're just hired guns, you know, right. just there to to visually, sell. Visually, visually to stand, they're hired to visually stimulate you. That's it. Honestly, 
Honest. Oh, man. You know what, bro? And I keep saying next time I see this McDonald's. Com- when was the last time you saw a McDonald's commercial where somebody wasn't young, happy or smiling or thin or any of those things? Man, you know what? To be 100 percent transparent with you, I don't even see McDonald's. So if I'm even driving, I can't even I, I don't even it's not even in my like. Right visual any longer right. so i can't even tell you the last time i saw mcdonald that that's just where i am when it comes to health and fit like i'm right. just so beyond i can't even see it anymore yeah, I, I, I was gonna say and I, you know not not talking bad about anybody but going into a mcdonald's is like going into a walmart the, the people who are in the, the, the people who are in there man come on bruh they're they're not thin they're not happy they're not smiling they're not dancing there's no music over the intercom where you're just totally enjoying your food it's not conducive to that. So there's but somebody they, right now who's listening to this who is slowly pulling out of the McDonald's <laughs> drive-thru. <laughs> I hope so, man. I hope so. And, you know, there's nothing. Again, that is one of those indulgent things. But, you know, you have to be mindful that you can't. You, you can dip in and dip out and still be okay. But you can't have that, you know, in your system. You can't have that part of your dietary consumption you know, weekly or daily and expect to maintain the results that you want. Okay. It, it's it's going to mess with your energy level. It, it, it's going to mess with, with your, with, with your bowel system. It's going to mess with those things, man. And the whole point, bro, is to not necessarily, to not necessarily be completely clean because very few of us can maintain that, but to have a lifestyle that is conducive to what I want. Where it's like, you know, I'm in a position to do whatever it is I'm asked to do or need to do, no matter what. Um, And life is going to happen. There's going to be things that happen where it's like, you know, it's going to put you on your back. And your body will either be in a position to fight that because it's it's being prepared for it up until that point or be at the mercy of that injury or illness. So I and just talking and trying to inspire some people, man, you want to try and get out ahead of those things. You want to meet those things head on. You want to lead your family, not just by example, but just in in the things that you do, the way you handle things, your mindset, the way you talk about how you want to be better, not just as an individual, but, but holistically. So hopefully that part helps somebody. And I know I'm rambling again a little bit about that, man. So we're going to get back. <laughs> it's true, though. Hey, hey, it's true. Right? People need to hear it. Yeah, they're true, bro. True, true, true. Importance of vitamins and mineral supplementation in men's health and nutrition. Or do you feel that is important? I am a huge proponent of minerals and supplementation for the most part because the majority of us we're not eating the most optimal diet as it is. And those foods that we are currently eating are processed foods, which are void of so many nutrients and vitamins and minerals. So therefore, and you hear the word supplementation as well. And a lot Mm -hmm. of times it's synonymous with these huge bodybuilder. No, we're not, we're not talking about unnatural supplements. No, I'm saying, you know, uh, a multivitamin, if you're currently not, if you currently don't have the best diet currently, I would say a multivitamin is great. Mm-hmm. Vitamin B12 is awesome. That's whether you eat meat or you don't, vitamin B12 is is just awesome. You know, there's other uh, minerals such as, you know, for, for viruses, selenium, black seed oil. There's a lot of different minerals out there. And of course, you can do a Google search and you're going to come up with all these different, you know, and your head spin. So you want to be very, very cautious of that. However, supplementation is key. You know, at times I'll meet people and they'll say, oh, 
I like to get all my vitamins and minerals from my food. Mm -hmm. And I just look at them and I just laugh because I mean, I know I can pull out my phone, show them my blood results, and they're, mm. they're much more optimal than theirs. But see, what happens is we get caught up in these beliefs. Right. Like we believe certain things, and unfortunately, that's the degradation of our health when we have these beliefs that are just that we hold too strongly on. So a lot of this and you know, platforms, you know, such as this are awesome because we're able to hear different people's perspectives and opinions. Right. And all the information I'm giving you is all information that I've not only given other people, but this is my life. So everything I'm telling you to do, I do. I would never tell you to do something that I haven't done unless it's something like an ailment that I never had, but I know that works and I can help you out with that. So yes, supplementation, mineral supplementation, vitamin supplementation, paramount for optimal health. Yeah. And my man, just guys, just so you know, I, I don't, I'm, I could curse on here, but the show's been clean so far, so I'm not gonna mess that up. But <laughs> my, man, my, my man, my man, my man, Ty is is about his business. Okay, um, he he lives a life in which he's talking about, and that's one of the reasons I have him on the show. I've been in this field for more than 30 years. A lot of people look the part, um, can speak the part, but they are not about helping people. Um, and I keep using the word holistically, but creating a lifestyle which is conducive to them having long-term results. And optimally, you don't want anybody in bondage to you as, as a trainer, just being mm -hmm. honest. And this, this is from a business standpoint, and hopefully this helps somebody who's training. You know, you want the numbers. Don't get me wrong. It is a business. You need to make money to support yourself and take care of your family. But if you are getting people the results that they want, those people are walking billboards. So you get them the results that they want and you turn them loose. You let them go. You trying to hoard them or give them minimal results knowing that they're going to need to resign to another 20 session, 30 session package. The longer I keep them, that's short term thinking. And that's that's it's short, very, very short thinking. You want to be able to give people the results that you want and turn them loose. And I think Ty is is on board with that with me and that is one of the reasons he is here and going into man let's let's talk about the benefits of a plant-based diet your okay, area so of expertise as we know absolutely so just so you understand i'm not the type of person to tell you you must go 100 plant-based and meat is evil i am not the one to tell <laughs> you that because i don't believe that however mm -hmm. A lot of us out there, we deal with hereditary chronic diseases such as high blood pressure, high cholesterol. Mm. Like myself, for example, I had high cholesterol for years. And I mean, I was 25 years old, you know, high cholesterol. I was working out. I thought I was eating great. And I still had high cholesterol. And it just continued uh, well up into my 30s. And then I decided, okay, well, I need to figure this out because. I am all about health and fitness and, you know, I'm looking the part, but I just didn't feel comfortable um, having like this cholesterol issue. And one thing that a lot of us, you know, become complacent with a thought and that thought is, oh, high cholesterol runs in my family, high blood pressure. Oh, my grandmother has it. Mm. You know what? That's true. They had it, but that does not mean that you need to have it because, yeah. and this is where I really want to, I really want people to, to feel this. Because a lot of you, a lot of you have kids out there. And if you want to be there for your kids as they get older, mm -hmm. and as you get older and your kids get older, mm -hmm. you don't want your kids to see you in a disabled state. Mm -hmm. you, you don't want to see that. And that typically happens 
due to our diets. Now, obviously, you know, some people go through different issues where car accidents and, and things of that nature, but specifically nutrition, our diets are what is killing us. So when it comes to a plant-based diet, the way I started was, as I said earlier, I was the biggest meat eater that you ever met. And I started reducing my red meat. And once I started reducing my red meat, I noticed, okay, there's a correlation with my cholesterol dropping. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. Then, so I segued from like uh, a lot of red meat to ground turkey, more chicken. My cholesterol was still pretty high. So what I decided to do was I said, you know what? I'm going to try this plant-based diet. I'm going to see. And of course, you can't just switch over drastically. I don't recommend people doing that because mm. what happens is you do it for a short period of time. Unless, you know, I do recommend you doing it if you're doing a challenge. If you're doing a 30-day challenge, mm -hmm. awesome. Because if you do it correctly, you're going to, at the end, you're going to feel great. You're going to have more energy. Your blood results will improve as well. I can right. guarantee you your blood results will improve. And then you can go back to eating what you were eating because at least you know, okay, there's something I can do um, other than taking prescription medication. Because your doctor, high, high cholesterol, statin, immediately. Right. Now, all of a sudden, you're on a prescription subscription. You know, and mm -hmm. you don't want that. You for sure don't want that because that never ends. So with the plant-based diet, what I also want you to realize is when you think about different chronic diseases that people go through, your even your doctor, you know, um, and mm -hmm. I say this mostly because I don't necessarily feel that you should always listen to what your doctor says if they are not within the nutrition space. You know, even your doctor would tell you, okay, well, you need to eat more fruits and vegetables. They never say, oh, well, you, you need to eat more pork. <laughs> or you need to eat more. They never say that, right? So, so there's something, there's something to that, right? There really is something to that. So, and I know with a lot of us, when we think about restricting ourselves of these pleasures, meat tastes so delicious, but it tastes really great because it's seasoned great, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. That's just that's just a fact, right? So, yeah. a plant-based diet is incredible because it will help you improve your health by reducing the cholesterol that you're intaking from meat, you know, like the, the the cardiovascular risk that we have from meat is just what it is. I understand we love it. Some people feel like they can't live without it. Just keep in mind that meat can live without you for sure. <laughs> right. It's just a fact, right? So when it comes to a plant-based diet, yes, it's beneficial. And let me also stress a healthy plant-based diet because the truth is there's a lot of vegan expos that you'll see and they'll they'll use all the sauces and all the sodiums and mm -hmm. and their food is not much healthier than a regular you know standard american diet so right. i'm speaking of whole foods you know big salads you know avocados you know um you know just like a healthy plant-based diet and you don't have to jump into it you can segue into it you can make it a gradual change but you'll notice the difference mm -hmm. and then from there you could decide, you know, how much more greens that you'd like to implement within your diet. Right. Yeah. And just being honest, man, um, there are there is such a thing as healthy fats. Just just so people do know um, without being uh, without breaking it down where you would not be able to understand it. But there are such a thing as healthy fats. OK, avocados have healthy fats. And I, I brought that up because you just mentioned avocados, which is 100 percent true. Um Real quick, man. Talk talk to me about if if I was wanted to do the benefits of intermittent and intermittent fasting. Are there any benefits to that? So I myself have never 
intermittent fasted except <laughs> on a really really busy day which mm -hmm. lately so lately i have been intermittent fasting but it's been it's been Not mostly you know just by circumstance yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. however what i did is I, I decided okay um i really wanted to look into intermittent fasting so i started talking to a lot of people who do mm -hmm. it and i see the benefit for a mm -hmm. lot of people i and i really believe the benefit comes from the structure that you have because see you already so usually when you're when you're intermittent fasting you know and you kind of decide which which hour window if it's the 16 hour window or if it's eight hour window but you decide the time that you're not going to eat and then mm -hmm. you're prepared for the time that you're going to eat and i believe with intermittent fasting yes there is um a lot of you know just within within your normal day if you're working out if you're, right. you're moving around there, there, I do believe that you do get like an energetic lift because you're not necessarily, you know, eating during, you know, every, every single hour, every single two hours of the right. day. But what I'm noticing is that with people, it's the structure, the mm -hmm. fact that they know, okay, I'm going to eat between these four hours. And then after that, I'm not going to eat. I drink my water throughout the day. Um, and, right. and I think that's what really keeps people focused and i think that's what ultimately like leads to your success like i said for myself it's not something that i really practice but when people talk to me about intermittent fasting i am definitely a fan i'm a proponent uh, there's other diets like carnivore diet which i'm not um mm -hmm. I, I think you know the, the, the keto diet that that's a popular diet i think that's more sustainable if you have a goal in mind but i don't think it's necessarily as sustainable as mm -hmm. intermittent fasting i believe you can intermittent fast as long as you like to and i do feel that you will see the the physical benefits and you'll also see the health benefits from it as well. As long as while in that window of what you're eating, you're eating whole foods and you're eating a, a well-balanced diet. Yeah. True, true, true. On all accounts. And the thing is, people, your body recognizes patterns. Okay. Whatever it is you're putting into it, whatever it is you're not putting into it, the same way it recognizes stress patterns, um, hormonal patterns, um, just, and this, this is off track and I know Women's Health Month, we're going to do one for that one also, which is before this one. Talking to the ladies and wondering why during a certain time of the month they crave chocolates or they, they, they crave nuts or they crave those other things. So solely back to you writing down what it is you are consuming just to read it and look at it over and over. A lot of those you will find that those crave things happening during high stress at work or when your menstrual cycle is coming though those are things that chemically are happening inside your body that really have nothing to do with well my body's craving this for 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 nutritional value because that's not necessarily the case man bruh thank you so, for this man thank you thank you thank you thank, hey, thank bruh, you give give people give people your social media tell them how they can find you so before I do that, I just want, and, and so, so for fellas, like this is something that a lot of people don't give advice on us on, uh, for us, you know, but this is something that's really helped me. And I really want you to do this now. It's not a topic that people discuss because, you know, for men, we just figure, Hey, we're just gonna, we'll be fine. And we'll go see the doctor when there's an right. issue. Right. I am 100% against that. As a matter of fact, I love going to the doctor because one, I know that everything's <laughs> good thus far. Right. I no yeah, right. And then two, it's an opportunity for the doctor to say, oh, wow, I mean, you're my healthiest patient. That, that's just yeah. that's just me. But what i like you to do is if you aren't seeing your doctor, doctor regularly, I want mm -hmm. you to see your doctor, make an appointment, and I want yeah. you to get your blood results, get your full panel blood results, cholesterol, blood pressure, mm -hmm. um, A1C, you know, um, creatinine, uh, GFR, like kidney function, get all those results and don't just 
pick up the phone when the doctor calls to tell you that everything is okay. Get mm -hmm. a copy of the results because you need to look and see where you are within the range of bad and good, right? Because that gives you the control over your health. Don't ever leave your health in someone else's hands. Don't, don't do that. Like we're the masters of our destiny, right? And if that's really mm -hmm. true, because we are men and that's who I'm speaking to right now, true. we need to take control of that. And on that note, so Green Regiment, so again, that's my company. Um, okay. Keep in mind all this information that I, I shared with you today. I am a personal trainer and a certified nutritionist. These days, I only focus on the company Green Regiment because what I look to do now is I want to help the world just become healthier. And, and I feel that the majority of that is through our nutrition. I think 80% of this is nutrition. So mm -hmm. you can find all of our content, all of our information at Green Regimen, uh, our website, greenregimen.com on Instagram. It's Green Regimen. Um, you could type in, type in Google Green Regimen. Like we're not hard to find whatsoever. So I thank you for listening though, for sure. And any questions, feel free to reach out to us. Yeah, bro. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, just, just so you guys know, man, my game, my guy, Ty, you know, we did a show and it hasn't, it, it, it will premiere before this one. So by the time this one comes out, they'll know who you are. And you can just look at my man cosmetically and tell that he's doing what he should be doing. All right. So um, I guess like Ty said, man, yeah, you're welcome, brother. Um, you get at him and you guys know you can always get at me. In fact, I encourage I'm always looking to challenge and inspire individuals to be better than what they are. I'm looking to create healthy lifestyles and in individuals because we are better as a society when we feel better as a society and it all starts with you you want to make more money have more energy to complete those projects that way you can start that side hustle but you can't do all of that if you're always tired or mentally you're always drained or you, you just can't focus and all those things start with what you're putting into your body and how your body are processing those things how you are sleeping how you are resting those things matter so get at me, get it, Ty. Um, you guys have questions, comments, please let me know how you like this podcast. Ty, thank you for this, bro. I appreciate you. Thank you again, my man. I appreciate you. Do you think? I know you got to get out of here, man. I'll talk to you soon, okay? Absolutely. 100%, man. All right, brother. Later. All right. All right, later. Hey guys, you've been listening to me and the crew with your host Sean Leverett and special guest, Green Regiment founder and president, Tyshawn Green. I wanted to ask you guys if you have been enjoying the Me and the Crew podcast so far, I would love to hear from you. I love creating new episodes and sharing our stories and insights with you, but I also want to make sure I'm meeting your needs and expectations. So I'd love to hear from you if you have any feedback, questions, or comments about the show. Please don't hesitate to reach out. You can leave your comments on our social media pages or send them to me via email at meandthecrew at yahoo.com. Looking forward to hearing from you.